Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Everybody understood it. Gentler. Gentler. Hi. My name is Summer Yeager. I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Joy. And Joy and I... Here's the thing to know about Joy and I. Is that we both... Here's my. Here's what I was thinking about you and I. Is that we both are, in many ways, planners. Like, mm-hmm. we, we plan. We like to have a plan. Right. We can be quickly stressed out if it's clear that no one has a plan. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like we're very relaxed in some way. Like, we're also... Well, I think it's like... Because it's not that we're looking for a... It's not that we're looking to know everything that's happening at every moment. Mm -hmm. It's like we want to know the direction we're heading in. I want to know the direction. The general... Not knowing the direction we're headed in. Yeah, that's the worst. I can't survive in that. I feel like that describes a lot of us. Like, you know how people... They always want to put you in a box. Like, I'm type A. I'm type B. Right. And for some reason, we all want to, like, be able to say, this is the type that I am. I just don't think that's true. I think people are more complicated than that. Probably. This, is, this isn't even because I hate personality tests. This says nothing. I do. I still do. They're stupid. But. It, I mean, yeah. It, I have seen you be so chill and I've thought like, whoa, she's really chill about this right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I've also seen you like not be chill about things. And I'm like, whoa, she's really not chill about yeah. this right now. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like neither one of them could I have called ahead of time because I'm like, oh, well, Joy's this type. This is how she'll right. respond. Like, that's not how people are. Yeah, right. We're you just, c- because there's many. Well, and th- just your day every day is simpler than factors. just like this was stressful or this was yeah, not stressful. There's factors. That's like, you know, yeah. did I? I remember some girl came into I at a, like one of my first jobs. Some girl came in and she was just having like the worst day ever. Every employee was mean to her, mm. and she was just and, well, and it was because she was being like short and like not friendly and she had like witnessed like a really bad car accident on the way into work yeah and i remember being like huh (laughs) that affected her day and if she had never said anything to me i just would have been like wow she's grumpy yeah (laughs) so you know sometimes stuff going on in yeah the background or Mm -hmm. leading up to that moment but yeah interesting yeah, I, I like to think of myself as a fairly you can be very relaxed person. Yeah, yeah. I know. So, the number one thing I know, you know how some things you know about yourself, yeah, because you know them, and then some things you know about yourself because other people other have people told, told you told enough you? Yeah. that you're like, okay, I must definitely be that way. Yep. But I know that in like high pressure situations, I'm not very readable. Uh-uh. I get sort of like, uh huh, still. Yes. And just like very calm on the outside. And uh-huh. it does, I've never had in a high, any high stress situation. I don't internally, I don't have that. 
yeah memory of okay. it but i'm you're told not, that you're not very reactionary uh, no you're not reactionary Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> i feel like if i wanted to understand how you're feeling i would have to ask yeah in those situations because mm-hmm. i would it, you're right it wouldn't be on your face which is just so isn't that so interesting mm-hmm. too because like i will i will not understand i will always think of myself as a reactionary person but until you have that conversation. Not visibly. Right. Maybe internally, but right. not, not visibly. Right. No. And then people are just like, oh, yeah, you're so collected. And you're like, It's okay. like, oh, was I? <laughs> it's true. It's true. I like that about you. Yeah. It's it's weird. It's I like, just weird. I like people that are calm under pressure. Mm-hmm. We all need them. Yeah. In our lives. My mom's very much like that. Mm-hmm. I'm inclined to think probably I got it from her. Mm-hmm. I believe that. So. Mm-hmm. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Um, but you're right. Uh, I am Joy, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Summer. And I had a terrifying thought. Oh. This is, so, this, this is just the worst. Is this like, I had a dream once that you died. Was it like that? No. Oh. I had to clean out your closet. I was like crying in my dream. And first, everybody oh. was like, told, like, they were like, Summer, you have to be the one to deal with her things. And I was like, are you guys serious? And they were like, yeah, you, like, your whole family, Matthew, they all were like, you, you're the only one that can do this. Like, you have to clean out her stuff. And I was like. I'm totally putting that in my will. And I was like, but. I want Summer to clean out the closet. But that's it. And so I was like, I just was like in my whole dream. I was just like in your closet, which was a huge room. Yeah. And it like it was lighted the way that you light things. Mm-hmm. It was very joy. The whole thing. Yeah. The textiles were very you. Okay. It was a very elaborate room that you had decorated. But really, you know, it was your closet. Yeah. And I was just like in your closet, just like crying. Like, why do I have to deal with all this stuff? Man. Anyway, I'm sorry. That's pretty traumatizing. It was really sad. And sometimes like I think about it because it was very vivid. Yeah. Anyway. Man, dreams can be the worst. Dreams are so weird. There you go. Okay. That was your version of like a horrible car accident. That was my terrifying. It affects your day sometimes, man. Um, Okay. (laughs) So here's a a terrifying thought, which is that there are people in this world that have memories of you, totally true memories of you, that you don't remember that's true. like thing like from uh-huh. when you were little uh-huh. like well especially because i went to mm-hmm. i went to school with the same kids from kindergarten to seventh grade yeah like eighth grade i moved mm-hmm. so there are people out there who i i will never interact with ever a day in my life yep i won't think about them i've forgotten about them and mm-hmm. they have weird memories of me doing stuff. They do. <laughs> that I will never ever remember know. or know about. You know what scares me is thinking about like the times I've had a couple surgeries in my life. Oh. And I think about like I was out. I was dead to the yeah. world mm-hmm. and like the room was full of people and they were like I was trusting my life yeah and body to them and yeah. I was completely unconscious. Yeah. And I remember I had a surgery at Phoenix Children's Hospital. When I was younger and... Uh, was this to get your teeth removed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, for anyone that doesn't know the context of that, they weren't real teeth. They were teeth in my shoulder, but they're not teeth. You guys are but... terrifying. In case anyone thinks I ever... I have fake teeth because I got all my teeth removed. My teeth are real. 
Her other teeth, you guys. Yeah, my shoulder teeth. Her shoulder teeth. (laughs) Well, but I was a little bit older. I was probably like 15 and I had already had a procedure on my shoulder. And I was, well, like you said, I'm called and collected. Yeah. So the nurses kept coming in to like reassure me. Yeah. This is probably one of those times where I was like, I, like I was acting so calm. Yeah. And I was fine on the inside, but they maybe in their experience when people try to act calm, they're, they're like not nervous really or something, but yeah. I was fine. Yeah. But yeah, I remember uh, hearing them like doing all the prep and then wheeling me into the OR mm-hmm. and <laughs> celebrate, celebrate. Dun, 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 was playing <laughs> because they like played kids songs and like fun songs to like make kids feel better and i just remember hearing better. the word celebrate and him being like all right go ahead and breathe in and count backwards from uh-huh. 10 mm-hmm. and then nothing and then you're out yeah but yeah it's crazy to think like yeah you're just at their mercy they have memories of you that you yeah. weren't even conscious for yeah the medical people Yesterday, it was I, my first memory is being put on. I was two, and I remember I like told my parents about it. I was like, My mm-hmm. first memory is getting tubes in my ears. And they were like, No, you were two. Right. You like, don't remember that. And so I was like, No, this is how it went. This is what it looked like. This is what I did. And their like jaws were just like dropping because yeah. I remember like details. I hid underneath a table when the nurses came in for me. <laughs> like, I remember doing that, but I was wow, two. That's crazy. It was traumatizing. That's why I remember it. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, I remember the gas. Well, sometimes I think we remember things earlier, but we just have never asked our, we have never like relived all our memories with our parents. Right. So we've never been like, how old was I when this happened? And then done that with every memory we've ever had. (laughs) Right. So yeah, it's interesting to think that we could have little snippets Mm -hmm. of stuff from when we were really little. Because I know quite a few people Mm -hmm. that have said that they've like described yeah. vivid memories to their parents and their mm-hmm. parents are like i'm pretty what? sure you were like 18 months when yeah <laughs> so everything weird. they told you is a lie yeah just so you guys know don't trust doctors or something no i'm kidding don't i didn't say that yeah and definitely don't go to have memories resurfaced <laughs> yeah don't slash do that. made don't do that eternal sunshine is not a documentary <laughs> yeah do not recommend Anyway, hey, um, I want to tell you guys about our voicemail line because I need you guys to leave more voicemails. Our voicemail number is 470-465-0475. Leave a voicemail. Tell us whatever you want to tell us. Give us show suggestions, feedback. I don't care. 470-465-0475. You can join us at uh, patreon.com slash sheologians. Support us. Join book club. uh, Get a discount to our store, which you should check out. We're going to have new stuff in there really soon for the holidays. That's at shopsheologians.com. Christmas stuff? Christmas stuff. I love it. Ooh. I know what I'm I know what I'm getting. I've already picked it out. And I'm yeah. excited about it. Yeah, I'm really I'm really into, I'm into what it. we've got going on. I'm into it, you guys. We hope that you're into it. Shopsheologians.com. What else do I need to tell them? Nothing else. Hey. What are we talking about today, Joy? <laughs> Which episode are we doing? Oh, first? right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's do the your suggestion. Okay, all right. I like it. So again, today we're just gonna have a conversation about something I've been thinking about. Um, being right. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. 
being Be- right. Being right is something I personally love. <laughs> Do you guys like being right? I enjoy it. Yep. Sinfully. <laughs> Sometimes not sinfully. Sometimes sure. sinfully. Mm-hmm. You can ask my husband about that. <laughs> or not. Or <laughs> my near own business. Most people that know me. <laughs> Or or your own husband. <laughs> right. He yeah. can tell you about how much you enjoy. <laughs> but yeah, I was just thinking about how much how much of the behavior that we see uh in our world today, whether it's interpersonal or on the internet or um whatever, is like how much being right is at the root mm-hmm. of so much of our sin, mm-hmm. um, which I know you're going to touch on, like how being right is like it's being proud, yeah, um, and how obviously the opposite of being right would be to be humble in that way and have humility. But I was just having, I was just thinking it was. It was hitting me because I already think about it a lot because it's something that I struggle with to the point where I need to watch myself Mm. in that way. Mm -hmm. I need to. Well, and it's hard to and I'm sure many people can relate to this because to an extent it can be fun and like intellectually stimulating Mm -hmm. to think things through Mm -hmm. and to give arguments and maybe even to like go back and forth or tease Mm-hmm. a little bit back and forth. Mm-hmm. So there it's not some being right is not something that's just inherently wrong. Um mm-hmm. and it's okay to be right. It's a good thing to be right. It's not a bad um it's not bad to want to to know how you uh to know fe- what you think, why you think it. Right. We're yeah. all we're all for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think you're talking about the need to be right, right. at all costs. Yes. To feel is there that you're right. In our world, do we even consider that there are times when it doesn't matter if you're right? Right. And I don't, what I don't mean is that the information is invalid. <laughs> I mean, because if you're right, you're right. Truth is truth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what I mean is that it's not always profitable mm-hmm. um, for you to be right. To score a, a right point. Right. Yeah. Um, and so the types of things that I'm looking at are interjecting when it's not necessary or helpful in a situation Mm -hmm. or interjecting with something that is correct, but Mm -hmm. it's like a rabbit trail off of Mm -hmm. basically just, uh, looking at yourself Mm -hmm. and just keeping in mind that most likely you enjoy being right even if it's at the expense of another person. Mm-hmm. And, but there is, there is wisdom in uh, being, well, we know we're supposed to be gentle. So we know, we, we know from the Bible that there is a criteria for appropriate rightness. There is a way to be right. I have, a, I have, I have a verse for this. Keep okay. Mm-hmm. And so you have some qualifiers. So we know that like truth is good. It's good to be right and correct yeah but we also know that we're supposed to be gentle and loving and show respect to other people so there is a criteria for how to do it well we need to be stacking how we are being right up against how we're supposed to be right 
Right. According to scripture. Yes. Did you find it? I did. Okay. Okay. So you were talking about how we choose like when to interject or right. like, is it based on if I, I can interject here and help this situation or I'm seeing people being wrong and I know a lot about this topic, so I'm going to come in and correct everyone. Mm. Um, and the verse that came to mind is Proverbs 17, 28. Even a fool who keeps silent is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is deemed intelligent. Right. So just that idea of you could spend all day long just going around correcting people and mm-hmm. feeling very wise, but it's the person who keeps their mouth shut, like even a fool right. that learns when to keep their mouth shut or just chooses to keep their mouth shut. Right can seem intelligent. And I definitely had, so you're talking about like a situation I was in this morning um, where I saw someone and I really, I really know biblically that they, they aren't right. (laughs) Like this very long post isn't right. Mm -hmm. And it's not right to a heartbreaking degree. And so I like had this moment where I thought, like, okay, can I help this situation? Is this my situation to even help? Right. If I bring this up, am I just going to get involved in an argument online and having to prove that I'm right? And I didn't want to do that, but I I did feel like maybe I could offer like, hey, here's a thought or like, here's mm-hmm. something, here's something to like ask yourself. Um, you know, I'm not trying to take this over, or hijack right. your post, but like, here's, like, I do have a question, you know, how, how do you, mm-hmm. how are you thinking about this? And I thought like, maybe that would be a way to respectfully point, 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 point you in a direction that that's actually going to be better for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it can get really dangerous because it's like, we want to be humble and we want to be discerning and we want to speak when it's necessary not just to make ourselves feel like you're saying mm-hmm. feel like I'm right you're wrong and I need everybody to know that yeah and I think a lot of it has to do with your posture and how you approach situations yeah. um well which is why this this show this podcast is not for you to diagnose other people with yeah. it's for you <laughs> diagnose yourself <laughs> that's how all our podcasts are it's really not for you to look at anyone else and decide what they're doing it's for you to look at right. you <laughs> how are you how are you doing this is do you need to be right why do you need to be right right and sometimes you know obviously as people have heard you and I talk about the importance of truth so much and we're not backing down or changing on that in any way. The truth is the truth. The truth is always what's best. And there are times when you should, you should, well, you, you generally want to be right about the way you live your life. Yeah. And there are absolutely times when it's appropriate to step in and give, say something that is right, but that's not about being right. Right. Like in that instance, evangelizing when someone says, Jesus is a God among many gods. You stepping in and going, no, no, is not you going, well, <laughs> look at me. I'm, I need to be right. I'm the best. Or, yeah. <laughs> Unless it is, please don't right. do it that way. <laughs> well, it's important to think in categories. And I, I just think that, you know, everything we say is built on things we've all said before, which is that 
we believe in truth. We believe that we need to speak boldly. Um, we also believe in spheres of authority. So I don't think that I need to be right with everyone else's kids or husband or church members or um, you, you, I think a lot of times women, you know, we like to police the people around us yep. and we unrighteously think that it's our job to police people that it's not our job to police. Um, it's not my job to disciple everyone else's all, you know, everyone else's everything. Right. Um, or to, you know, be the, the perennial hall monitor. Mm -hmm. Um, I do, I do have some halls in my house and I monitor them yeah. and that's good and right and necessary. Yeah. That's your business. But I don't need to be monitoring everybody else's hallways. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, I think that neat that sometimes and, and you know, maybe sometimes we, we do have good intentions that and we're just not applying them biblically or with with wisdom. Right. Um, and I think we have to remember, like, what is our sphere of authority? What is our sphere of influence? None of us have done are going to do this perfectly. And, you know, none of us are infallible. So, yeah, you can absolutely if you're hearing this and you're in a thread right now doing this you can just walk away it's not a big deal like <laughs> it, yeah you can change it yeah. it's all changeable and fixable yeah um but it yeah and so i guess ultimately what i'm getting at is again just it's a heart thing mm -hmm. you you can't just accuse someone of just trying to be right that's not really gonna necessarily go anywhere that's mm -hmm. why we're saying it's not for other people it's for you because mm -hmm. you really are going to be able to see this diagnosis mm -hmm. in yourself more accurately than you're going to be able to diagnose anybody else. Um, Hopefully. But yeah, like there's just a lot of, it was just something that I was thinking about. Like it was just my own, it was my little thought that I had that I've been trying to think more often. Mm -hmm. Why are you saying that? Are you just, you just need trying to be, to right. be right? Yeah. Are you just, are you thinking that? Are you, like, are you spending half your day silently obsessing about a conversation you had this morning with the lady about masks? And, and like, you have you go. thrown your whole day away because yeah. you just need to be right and you can't mm -hmm. just, right? you can't let it go? Like, yeah. you, you're obsessing. Yeah. Um, do you... Do you do you see this in people and you incite it for entertainment purposes? <laughs> right. Like, are you that person on the internet that that is like, um, <laughs> goodness gracious, like that asks questions like, how how important do you think physical attraction is in a marriage? Mm -hmm. Just things that like that are going to incite people who want to be right to just be right at each other, like on the internet, like right. you can, you can see those things. You can run away. You don't have to mm -hmm. participate. Maybe you could even use your words to diffuse the situation. Right. And, uh, this reminds me of, um, the way you said it, it reminds me of judges seventeen six. in those days, there was no King in Israel everyone did what was right in his own eyes and it's dangerous to have no king and to do what is right in your right. own eyes. Yeah. There you go. Like we should be consistently 
casting down our own righteousness in our own eyes and looking to Jesus and his righteousness right. and, and he should be our king um, in all, in all that we do. And I think it's so easy in our time, uh, especially with the internet, there's so much temptation there to, um, to do that, yeah, to speak what is right in your own eyes. Um, and unfortunately, you know, there is a, there is a, I think a great need for us as women to, instead of doing that, to find ways to be building each other up. Obviously, again, I just, truth is not, it's not that being right is unimportant. It's that your greatest need is not to be right. And if you're online and you want to correct someone, the greatest desire you should have is to show them Jesus, show them a better way, show them the truth, not to um, defend yourself, defend your own honor, prove your own brilliance. And that's true in our relationships as well. Obviously, I think many of us know the path of I just wanted to win this argument yeah. and the the destruction mm-hmm. that comes into your relationships from that. Um, and so I was thinking about how uh, being right is, is no longer based on truth anymore. It's based on feelings. Right. Like who can make the most persuasive argument? Mm-hmm. Who can seem the most persuasive and kind yeah. and nice and personable? Um, Which is why it's so important that you not appeal to yourself. Right. Or your feelings or right. your other people's emotions or like there can just be so much manipulation there. Um, well, that's ex- what you described is exactly why there are, well, you know, we're in this election business right now and what you have is two very opposite sets of beliefs per party Mm -hmm. and you have this like very close split in a lot of states Mm -hmm. and so that's just evidence that that you are going to be living next door to this person that thinks radically different and they think they're right right (laughs) so ultimately there has to be a standard, mm-hmm. of course, for what is true. What right. is actually true. What is true. Um, yeah. It exists but that, outside of you. Right. Yes. And so that when we are being right, mm-hmm. we need to consider that the authority is still not us. Right. If the authority is you mm-hmm. and it pleases you and honors you to be right, mm-hmm. then you're just like the world the worldly person mm-hmm. who is doing that too. Right. You said something earlier to me too about, you know, obviously if I'm just, if I'm just reading a Bible verse, you can know I am speaking truth. I am right. right. Like mm-hmm. if I'm reading a Bible verse to you, like just the straight, the words of God, I'm right. Right. <laughs> but I am a person. I am not infallible. The word right. of God is infallible. I am not infallible. Mm-hmm. Which means that my interpretation of something can be wrong. Yeah. Um, the, something I'm saying, even if I think it's right, <laughs> could possibly be wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think it takes, um, I need to stop saying I think, it takes humility to actually engage with the world in that way. Yeah. And I think a lot of Christians get wobbly at this point because you're like, well, no, I am a Christian and I know what I believe and that is right. And I believe I'm in line with God. Therefore, that is right. Are you guys asking me to give that up? No. Mm-mm. Like never. No, <laughs> no. May it never be. May it never be. <laughs> um, what I am saying is 
do we engage do we engage with people with a sense of entitlement because that is the opposite of humility so the opposite of hu- of being humble is just walking around believing that everyone owes you right everyone owes you their time everyone owes you their explanation everyone you know when is this going to be paid up when are you going to give mm-hmm. me my right points yeah we do this with everyone you do this when someone cuts you off hey mm-hmm. how dare you get in front of my car that's right. that was my six feet of road i was being i was right you're wrong yeah like i was just driving and you did the wrong and now thing. i'm gonna honk and i need you to know that you you know yeah. i pay up what you owe me mm-hmm. that is the opposite and i think we have grown up in such a time of a sense of entitlement we teach our kids that they are entitled to all kinds of things that they are not entitled to because ultimately if you want to walk with a a lowly heart if you want to walk with a heart that actually can be oriented to god <laughs> um you have to be humble and you have to recognize that god owed you nothing mm-hmm. what you had coming was hell yeah and when you live in the light of the truth that you were owed nothing but eternal punishment and in christ you were given eternal life it is going to change you you are not going to be entitled like what are you entitled to you already don't live as though you're entitled right to that so you're not going to treat people like you are entitled to them treating you like you're you know i'm god i this is my road this is my time that you're taking this is my you know whatever that you're taking i de- my favorite is i demand you think through this yeah I will. I've said it on the show before. I I will say it again. I am obviously pro understanding what you believe and being able to give some form of defense. But you know what? Some people don't need this elaborate defense. They have reconciled it in their mind. They're submitting to their husband. They're submitting to their pastors, and that's good enough for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's also right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's it's not about mm-hmm. it, you don't. Uh, yeah. It's like I demand you engage yeah. with me on this. Right. You you need to be able to. We took the reason defense, like uh-huh. be ready with a reason defense and yeah. turned it into this like badge. It's like, right. oh, well, if I can't see your reason defense, then I can't believe or listen to anything you say. Right. Well, and ultimately how Christian you are is not dependent on how many doctrines you can explain well that in that in that passage where he's saying like you need to be ready to give a defense for your faith it's for the people who ask for the hope that is within you and it's because you're living in such a way that the apostle is assuming that you are going to be asked right you are going to be asked why you can live the way that you live if you are obeying god and then you need to be able to give a defense. This is why. Yeah. It's because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Why am I not losing my mind uh, about the state of the fallen world? Mm-hmm. Because of Jesus. Yeah. Why are you so calm? Why Why do your kids behave the way your kids behave? Well, it's because of Jesus. Yeah. That's what that verse is about. It's not like, well, it's because I spent 12 years reading everything that so-and-so ever wrote on any topic. That is the loudest I've ever heard that. Term. Yeah. It's really loud today. The train is... Like, for a second, I was like, is it about to come through the wall? I know. It's 
Sorry, you guys. You didn't hear that, but I was quite distracted by it. <laughs> they probably um, did hear it, actually. You think so? A little bit, yeah. Let us know. Did you guys hear the train? <laughs> 470. I'm just kidding. Um, So <laughs> what was I saying? I'm sure it was just so interesting. Um, Oh, that verse. Giving a defense for hope that's so Yeah. Good. It's because it is assuming that you're living a certain way. Right. Um, That people are going to want to ask you. And so what you need to ask yourself is, well, if no one is looking at my life and wondering wow, she's marked by something different, yeah. then consider that. You might not look different from maybe, anybody. Yeah. Maybe you have a sense of entitlement that you haven't gone to war with yet, mm-hmm. uh, that you need to go to war with. Yeah. And uh, most of us, if you're our age, you were definitely, if you were around <laughs> the world at all, uh, catechized into believing that you are entitled to things mm-hmm. and you are owed the world. Yeah. And um, you're not, you weren't. You will need to fight that. <laughs> you will need to root that out and fight it. And uh, it's. Well, because you can't, it's just not being the right police or being right all the time. It, well, first of all, it's not cohesive with you being sinful and fallen. Correct. Um, <laughs> Yes. And also you're not going to have it just it all it just directly relates to us. Uh, you know, we talk all the time about minding your own business, which literally means do your own work. Yes. Not somebody else's. Correct. Stop looking at other people's work. And it's very when you it's easy to cross mm-hmm. the line. Mm hmm and make being right your full time yeah. job and then yeah. all of a sudden well and the thing is and it just doesn't it doesn't just happen on the internet no if you make being f- right your full time job yeah. you it's will be... always have to be right with your kids always yeah. have to be right with your and um, it's going to be so hard to live in community with other believers yeah. who, who are at different stages of learning and sanctification than you. And right. God is doing something in other believers' lives that he's not doing in your life because yeah. you're not that believer. Mm-hmm. We can trust that he is sanctifying all of us, but yeah. he's not doing it at the same speed in the same way. And if you think, well, he should. Yeah. Well, then you just made yourself the standard. Right. And that's not your mm-hmm. job either. And you can't be questioning God's wisdom like that. Yeah. We've all felt the strain, the pain of, I can't tell you how many times I've been like, Lord, I just want to be more sanctified right now. Like I just sanctification now. People are like serenity now. And I'm like sanctification now. That's what I want now. Um, But the Lord, that is, that was essentially, it's not that we should want to be sanctified. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But, but telling God he's doing it in the wrong way at the wrong time Mm -hmm. with other people is foolishness. Yeah. Like just shut your mouth. Yeah, or yeah, taking some responsibility, being like, "Oh, I'm I'm the person that needs to make everyone a Calvinist that I know." <laughs> right. It's like they may not. <laughs> no. They may not be there. They may yeah. not even if they're a new believer and they've not, or even if they've been a believer for three years and they go to a church where no one tells them to read their Bible. Mm-hmm. They might not even think that it's necessary to know anything. Yeah about it and they could still indeed be saved just very poorly discipled you see that so much today yeah and so for you to be like what are you a dumb christian are you (laughs) one of those dumb christians that's wrong (laughs) like what the heck man that is your sister or brother in christ like you can Mm -hmm. be patient you Mm -hmm. can make yourself low yes um 
And I don't just, I don't mean say you're wrong when you're right. That's not what making yourself low is. Lying is not, (laughs) lying is not lowliness. Don't mishear what she just said. (laughs) But what my point is, and this is my message to myself, is you can be right all day, every moment, Mm -hmm. all night, Mm -hmm. every moment. Mm -hmm. And it's, to an extent, it doesn't matter. (laughs) What is that extent? Well, in a like a cosmic sense, yeah, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah, in a cosmic sense, yeah. Um, right, because you're not and, you're not a, God, right? And in, and you're chaff. Like it's just you're going away. Like you're dust. Mm-hmm. You know, your rightness is like a is a pile of nothing at the end of your life. Right. Um, and it just it's not always profitable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. goes into that lawful but not profitable thing. And Obviously, that... it's lawful. Law is a tr- law is true, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, like, that's the point of mm-hmm. of something being lawful is that mm-hmm. God said this. This is a law. You abide mm-hmm. by this. This is how you protect victims. This mm-hmm. is how you get justice. So, being right is it's lawful. Mm-hmm. Being moral is lawful. They're all good things. Yeah. But it's not. It's not always. Every single t- moment during the day when you think a right thing, mm-hmm. it's not always means you need to yeah. say it. Mm-hmm. You don't need to. Being that chiding person. Yeah. You don't, you don't actually tend to get anywhere. What you want to do is if you are right, then show others the way. Yeah. Show others the way. Show them obviously with your words and your actions, but being that, you know, kind of mother hen hall monitor person. Right. Who has to have it right all the time um, isn't going to lead anyone towards godliness. And it's probably not leading you towards godliness yeah. because you end up setting yourself up as uh, an authority that you're not. And so you have to be wise and discerning about when to speak, when not to. Again, we're not all going to do that perfectly, but you should be pray- praying for it, desiring right. it. And that's what I say. Just, you know, examine your motives too. Yeah. Be humble. When you, you can think you're right and you might be mm-hmm. you might i like our i i'm on our the team of our audience and i'm gonna venture to say you probably are right <laughs> it's possible yeah <laughs> you know i talked to y'all uh, but you um seem to have it real together but yeah you know it's just not always like be being right is not um a necessity mm-hmm. truth is absolutely necessity yeah but being you right winning is, every argument yeah or having people do it your way. Or even just like stimulating conversation mm-hmm. around right versus wrong versus... What you need everyone. Like that's not the equivalent. <laughs> like being able to talk about what is righteousness does not automatically yeah. equal mm-hmm. righteousness. Yeah. I've en- encountered that a lot um, online lately. And of course I think all of us have been guilty of it in our relationships or online at one time or another. It's the sin of pride. It's, it's a lack of humility. Um, it's puffing our own selves up and, uh, needing to sometimes it's nagging. Sometimes it's nagging. Sometimes it's chiding. Sometimes it's just being a Karen. Um, but yeah, something I'm thankful that for some reason, the older I get, the less I need to be, to look, to appear right yeah, and to have everyone agree with me. And so God is good. And mm-hmm. I hope that he continues to 
just peel that right on out. Right. Right on out of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, I do think when I, what I've, this is just an observation, but I have observed that people who are unconcerned about being right, that's when you see gentleness. Yeah. And like respect mm-hmm. come through. Mm-hmm. The motivation. Like people wonder, like, how can you just be like so calm? Mm-hmm. Think of Rosaria. Mm-hmm. You know, I think of people who are in very confrontational situations and they're very calm. You see, and... you just see, you know, I'm not saying <sighs> Rosaria is perfect and, you know, that's not <laughs> what I'm saying. Right. But you, there are people who have. You know, I'm not even going to qualify that because there are there are people who are older than you and me that have been sanctified and God is working through them and using them. Mm. So praise God for the yeah. gentleness that we see in people that have been doing this for a lot longer than we have. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I. <laughs> so the many... train is so long today. It's like shaking. Just set. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Are we being told that? I don't know. It's interesting. Okay, yeah. Are they transporting something really heavy, weird? Or I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Wasn't there like a movie about that? Anyway. Stuff yeah. just goes on trains all the time. All the and time. just across the country. No, and none of we us We never think know about it. like what's in there. Did we just get derailed? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I had to do it. <laughs> That, I don't have any more thoughts. I don't have anything think, other than just to say things and be humble. The same thing in a different way. Be humble. Be willing to fight to go to war with your entitlement. Um, be careful of being other people's holy spirits. Speak the truth boldly and wisely uh, when the time is is right, and be discerning with that. Just a few times a day, think: Is it necessary for me to be right? <laughs> like, is it helpful? Is it helpful? Is Am it I helpful? building anyone up when I'm right about right. this thing? Yeah. Is it helpful? Well, great. That's cool. Um, this is helpful. So that's all we have for this week. Mm-hmm. And we can't just wait to see you guys, to hear you, to talk Dude. to you guys <laughs> next week. So see you next week. See ya. Bye.